disrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you Mind Mental Matters. Tune in with Jean, Chloe, and Lydia for our exploration of all things mental health in partnership with Mental Health Film Festival Singapore. Join our weekly casual conversations here at Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. Welcome back to My Mental Matters. You're listening to episode 8, and I'm your host, Lydia, and I'm joined by... Chloe and Jean. In the studio today. Wow. <laughs> you might notice an increase in sound quality. <laughs> but yeah, um, so this is going to be our last episode of the season, and what do you guys think of that? So sad. If time flies by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys learned a lot? Yes. <laughs> I, I want to interview like more people behind the scenes of film festival. I yeah. think every interview like we learn so much. It just we can't imagine how much that goes behind the scene. Yeah. And like I think I really like um talking to the filmmakers as well because. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed hearing the heart behind, like, why they even chose to take part in the festival and, yeah. like, what really inspired them in their work and thought it was really meaningful, like, speaking to all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I ask who your favourite interviewee <sighs> has been so far? Oh. Or, like, okay, it doesn't have to be your favourite interviewee, but which episode have you learnt the most from so Ooh, far? Um, I, I like two. Uh, I like the... Alex one, um, and Akash, because mm. from Alex I learned so much about how he picked different films and how he has like a film critic, how he, um, like his personal life about his relationship with films, mm. um, and from Akash I think, uh, like the mental edge, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how how can you uh, change your mindset and just make things so much more positive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess for me, I really like the interview with Akash as well. Mm. And I like the one where we spoke to the director and producer of Eggs. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah, and Mental Edge, that was very new to me as well. And <laughs> I really liked how he emphasized on like social stigma when it comes mm. to like mental health because um, I feel like there's a lot of like um, different factors, a lot of different. Um, perspectives that you can take when you talk about like why mental health should be a concern and I do believe that especially in Singapore which is like an Asian country Mm -hmm. definitely social stigma is something that stands out for us Mm -hmm. and it really serves as like the overarching barrier Mm -hmm. from like people not wanting to seek help to like um, delays in treatment recoveries and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so it's very like all encompassing and I really like speaking to the filmmaker of X because um, I think I just really, really liked the short film. Yeah, it was mm. very realistic. Mm. It was very real. It was very raw, and um, it was very meaningful to watch. Yeah, mm. so it's probably like my favorite. And, and also, like how the director, like she talks, like she's writing poetry all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's so like I don't know, eloquent. Not yeah. really eloquent, but like just. Like, um, she knows how to express mm. her thoughts efficiently. Sure. In 
I would say like just she just says nice things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, well, clearly I don't say nice things. She said like I think she, I remember her saying like, oh, there's like one hundred things that you can plan for, but there's gonna be a thousand things that you, you cannot plan oh, for. Oh, and then the director oh, said the same yeah. thing. Yeah, for the other yeah, but yeah. it spoke to me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And also how like I asked her a question about the my understanding of the plot, and then she gave us a story about like how someone interpret the ballet dance, and then mm. if if I tell you what Isabella you Duncan, right? Yeah, Isadora you, Duncan, sorry. And then and then you can't understand your, by yourself. It's like it's mm. your own interpretation yeah. of the film. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true about life because. Like how we're talking about mental health right now, everyone has their own different interpretation and how mental health value um, is different for everyone and how mm-hmm. the approach is different. Mm-hmm. Well, all of them are my favorite. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I definitely think we have quite a few memorable episodes and um, the ones that you guys uh, like are... Uh, Basically, I think episode three, two, five, three, four, five, and then like just for the other episodes, I think like special mentions for episode two when we talked to Honey, I think that was like a really good like first interview yeah. Yeah. for us because we were coming from like a common like um, phase of life. Yeah, 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 and like I think just for myself. Um, I can only speak for myself on this, but I felt like we had a common like understanding of mm-hmm. um, like a common like field of knowledge and awareness of mental health issues. And then she made it a bit more relatable to us and mm-hmm. she like kind of like opened the door for further discussion yes. on the topic. Yeah. But obviously, um, the interview with Alex was really interesting, especially because mm-hmm. he gave us um, like an introduction to all the films that the <laughs> film festival was showing as well. And I really enjoyed that. It was like, yeah, like, um, I I liked that he emphasised on how film as a medium was um, a conversation starter, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like, as a visual medium, it's, um, it's going to be something that everybody's able to relate to and like draw in draw their own meanings from yeah so that kind of stood up to me and then um yeah i think uh obviously the interview with akash and with Cheryl and mac were honestly yeah i really liked them as well but also like yeah for the other film directors i like that we got insights into their own processes and yeah, we see we saw that like that might be different for the different writers, different producers and directors. And in the end, like they're all each they're all working to um advocate for mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it was like nice also because um the theme for this year's competition is grief mm-hmm. and loss, right? So it was really mm-hmm. interesting to see how different people have different interpretation yeah. and like it's manifested in a different way as like as you can see from like how different the three films mm. 
were. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like these yeah. three films were so distinct. They were so, like, unique. Mm-hmm. And it was so, like... There's so much, like, individualism in right. them. So it really goes to show how, like... um Yeah, like, mental health is not clear-cut. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, like, different variations in the way people, like, cope. The mm-hmm. way people, like, feel about it. The way people, like, interpret, like, m- mental health. Yeah. I'm just so excited to see all the films there. Yeah. It's gonna be so much different interpretations. Because, like, the three films that we saw were so good. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine, like, the other, like, (laughs) So exciting. Yeah. But um, you mentioned, like, the theme for the youth short film competition Mm -hmm. um, is Grief and Loss, right? So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just, like, to let you guys know, the film festival will be showing... 10 of uh, the short film entries and they all will be uh, following the theme of grief and loss so if you head over to the festival you'll be able to watch the films that we talked about as well as like new ones that we ourselves haven't even seen and are obviously very excited to see <laughs> yeah but um, other than that like the overall theme of the festival is actually no labels mm-hmm. so what do you guys think of that? Labels. I think label is something that um, human do um, to help uh, protect ourselves because we are afraid of unknowns mm-hmm. and we give labels to things that we are not that sure of yeah. to make us feel comfortable that, oh, I, I understand what that means. Um, but I think labels is also sometimes in a negative way that we stereotype um, people and I think one way we can do it is no assumptions like when we see someone how the way they dress the way they act um, we can just also always assume good intentions mm-hmm. and just try to like talk to them and just ask questions start a conversation and to really know them behind um, what they appear it's like the, the saying don't judge a book by its <laughs> cover yeah how about you, Jane? Mm. I don't know. No labels. I think, like, the first thing that popped in my mind, which is quite similar to what you mentioned as mm-hmm. well, so, like, um, just now you spoke about how, like, we use labels mm-hmm. as sort of, like, an aid mm-hmm. to help us categorize things that we are not sure of. And there's actually, like, it's actually, like, a psychological mechanism mm-hmm. called, like, schemas, mm-hmm. where um, um, there was this developmental psychologist which... Um, propose that as people, in order to save cognitive capacity, we need to label things so that we don't um, need to actively process everything that we see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for example, once we know what a cat looks like, everything that looks <laughs> like a cat, in our head, it will be a cat. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. So I think it's quite apparent in mental health as well, and especially because sometimes um, the media can misrepresent what mental health disorders look like, mm-hmm. mental health issues look like. And because mm-hmm. we have this initial um, impression of what people struggling with mental health look like, we kind of just overgeneralize it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where like no labels come in. It's a reminder that like, hey, just because you have a negative impression of this um, person, or like you have a negative impression of people with mental health illnesses, it mm-hmm. does not mean that you should carry this judgment, you should carry um, this like discrimination and project it upon like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what mm. no la- labels meant to me. Mm. Yeah. That also like reminds me of triggering. So 
sometimes pe- because a certain uh, memories or things that you encounter that became a label in your life and um, like in the like future where sometimes you encounter this again it might not be the same thing at all but you it, you were triggered mm. by similar yeah things. so it's like overgeneralization mm-hmm. of like things yeah and also I think like um, like I think in terms of in the context of mental health something that's really important to point out is obviously that like by saying like no la- like okay so there's a stigma around mm-hmm. mental health right and mm-hmm. like mental illnesses and people who want to prioritize their mental wellness over um, some other things like uh, work or something yeah but that usually gets um, negative labels mm-hmm. like oh like uh, you're weak or yeah, you're yeah, lazy yeah. or you know like why can't you do this because you're like yeah like are you incapable or something mm. like that yeah so those are like just a lot of negative labels that we see attached to um mental illnesses and not even mental illnesses just any like mental hardships yeah. that people face mm-hmm. right yeah and like you know like even in the theme of like grief and loss if somebody like isn't able to to function um while processing their grief then they like face consequences at work right Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like labels like that i think the film festival is aiming to overturn and try to encourage um more positive labeling Mm, that's great yeah more positive labeling of um these situations and i think uh something that they really want to highlight is how um people going through mental hardships and overcoming them are they're like survivors right but uh the the festival basically wants to encourage people to attach labels like resilience um strength empathy Mm -hmm. i would say yeah Yeah. and yeah just more positive ones to people who suffer from mental health suffer from mental illness (laughs) and prioritize mental health yeah Yeah. like prioritize your feelings like your your feelings are valid um yeah just like the shirt the mental health film festival shirt say i'm here i'm listening (laughs) um so i think just prioritize your uh, feelings that you know that your feelings are valid um like the mental health film festival's shirt it says, I'm here, I'm listening, um, be there to people around mm-hmm. you. And you can cop one for yourself <laughs> at the festival. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not sure if you guys know, but the festival is... Okay, you guys definitely know that the festival <laughs> yeah, is happening, you know. like, 4 to 13 November, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be happening at Kallang Leisure Park, which mm-hmm. is at Stadium MRC. I found that out yesterday. Nice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thank you. And then, um, yeah, essentially on the weekends, they're going to have like the film showings. And then on the weekdays, um, the well, not just on the weekdays, throughout the entire week, the there's going to also be a roadshow. 
where a lot of different like charities and non-profit organizations that are working to advocate for mental health will be in the mall to with um people who are ready to offer support mm. and to offer like a listening ear if you would like to reach out for some help or like maybe just to learn a bit more about how to care for yourself yeah but uh, other than that so on the weekends uh there will be seven films shown by the um film festival and these are like okay let's see if i can remember them (laughs) so the seven films are Mental, Zero, A Woman on the on the Roof, <laughs> um, The Blue Inmates, click, 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 click. Why do the titles all sound so edgy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh um, Lucky Chancel. Oh, yeah, Alex mentioned that one mm. like a couple times mm. right yeah yeah i think that's probably um the favorite mm. so um yeah like the festival is going to be showing seven films and um they are <laughs> mental zero by the same uh japanese director if i'm not wrong and i think both address like mental health in the context of like japan but uh, other than that, there's also aloneness. There's full time, woman on the roof, um, the blue inmates, as well as lucky chancel. Because I myself haven't seen the films, so I'm really excited to find out um, what they are about. Yeah, and um, I think if I'm not wrong, I think lucky chancel is like a favorite for this year's festival. Um, Especially with like Alex's like high, high reviews. Yeah, reviews. <laughs> he really like set the expectations. I know. Yeah, yeah. But um, if you guys are interested to learn more about the films, you can also head on over to the um MHFFS website, and yeah, I think you'll be able to watch the trailers there, or you can watch it on their Instagram as well. At Mental Health Film Fest SG. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, um, obviously there will be the short films that are being shown. And oh, yeah, they also have like five panels where um, they've invited experts from the field, be it like from um, support groups, from non profit organizations to like actual like clinical practitioners and um, yeah just a variety of different people to have a discussion about uh, mental health yeah and it's honestly really I think it's really good because uh, these panels are going to take place after uh, some of the film showings and they're like tied to the film so if you buy a ticket to watch the film and you stay for the panel after I think you'll be able to like at least get an insight into what people are talking about in this film yeah and yeah and the panels themselves are called um, mental wellness in the workplace mental health accessibility 
and coping with isolation in a connected world, suicide prevention, how you can play a part, and resilience and wellness. Don't they sound interesting? Yes. <laughs> I I think the one panel that stood out to me was um, isolation in a connected world. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so like oxymoron even. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was like... I was like, oh my god, I like, guess. I was like, oh, <laughs> in a connected world. Because like, it's so real. true. Yeah, because like, I guess like, with help of technology and like, the internet, like everyone is getting more like, socially connected. Mm. But at the same time, people are feeling like, lonelier. Mm-hmm. So, Thank it's an like, interesting dynamic. Yeah. It's pretty ironic, right? It Just, is, like, it to is. to have that happen like, in yeah. real life. And, so people often forget to connect with people mm. like physically around you. They're physically with you, and you often yeah. connect with people like far, far away or those influencers. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I would really look forward to hearing out um, the conversations from that panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, how does like COVID uh, even push this further that people physically need to isolate themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like in the first episode we talked about how like COVID kind of acted as one of the catalysts yeah. mm-hmm. for like um, increasing mental health concerns, and um, now that I'm like connecting the dots, it kind of like really made sense. So there's like um, or there's already existing isolation due to like social media and stuff like that, and then like COVID served as like a physical like isolation so it's like on top of each other so that's like, why people feel so like the effects, right? yeah mm. so people feel like it's like additive effects so that's yeah. why people feel like so lonely these days yeah but yeah I'm really glad we're back to like um like in real life now like yeah. not in real life <laughs> like back to normal yeah I would say so yeah mm-hmm. back Kinda. to almost normal back to yeah. almost normal yeah. now yeah and it's like because of that then we can also like have this have these conversations as well Mm. right yeah I think yeah it is a very interesting point and I think there's a lot to say about like digital advocacy as well Mm -hmm. like people are speaking out about mental health more on like social media platforms and on other platforms but um there's like a difference right between like speaking out about it on a platform versus actually um, making the resources available yeah. and making the support available for people um, who need it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, something that I think is a pretty important... Like, one of the panels that I think is discussing something really important is um, mental health accessibility. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, like, how, how do you access... Um, support for something that still holds such a negative stigma yeah yeah and um like speaking as a year four student (laughs) i think like yeah some of my friends have and myself have concerns of like you know what if we seek support for um mental health like what if we see a therapist right and that goes on our medical records Mm. yeah because um yeah, like in inter- in some interviews or like before some interviews, some employers do actually ask, yeah, like do you have any existing uh, mental illnesses or anything? Yeah, and um, yeah, it is a concern, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I think like there's some there's a need to address. 
first of all, how accessible like these resources are in the first place, but second of all, also how open people are to using them and how accepted it is for people to uh, make use of these resources. Yeah. Is it legal for them to ask you this kind of question? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can choose not to disclose. That's... But I have no idea. I think you can choose not to disclose, but... But then there was illegal for them to discriminate based on that. But that's not falsifiable though. Like you can't really say like, hey, you're discriminating me when there's no (laughs) sort of like hard proof. Mm -hmm. So it's like the lines are like very blurred Mm -hmm. when it comes to these kind of situations. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. But um yeah, I think obviously that's also um, suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think with the number of like youth suicide cases uh, we get every year, I think like um, Akash mentioned that yeah. it was like one every three days yeah. or something in the year. And that's a... That's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Stop. It's too much. Oh yeah, I think like that's actually a scarily high number for Singapore, like for such a small country. You yeah, know? yeah, right. Especially yeah. like the trend is like the younger, the the like our future for the country are killing themselves. Mm-hmm. That's just we're willing to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, like I think the panel is going to focus on how we ourselves can actually play a part in helping to prevent, uh, helping to provide support for people who are, who are uh, experiencing um, these struggles. And also, I know like that's kind of scary to hear, right? It's like, oh, like the, the onus is on me to, yeah, yeah, to stop someone from taking their lives. But, um, I think it's a really necessary um, thing to be aware of, just in case you ever find yourself in a situation where one of your close friends or like somebody that you really care about is um, considering it, and you would, you know, like just in case you have to be prepared for that, right? Yeah, like obviously this is not a cause or anything to to say like oh you are certified yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you are yeah, a don't certified get suicide <laughs> preventer I, I i actually have something to share like um i just joined uh it's called caring for life their organization uh, in singapore they train you to be certified uh, like suicidal prevention um, mm-hmm. and then one thing i learned uh, from the training was uh, there's a, a model called life care model mm. so it's uh, the four letters like L-I-F-E so L stands for listen and I stands for inquiry directly and F stands for find lifeline and E stands for engage professional help so 
when we feel someone have suicidal thoughts, first you need to do is be an active listener, yeah. be there for them, listen to all they have to express. And second thing is inquire directly. So usually we think we should not say, oh, are you thinking of killing yourself? We should not ask directly. But in reality, the stats shows you really need to ask them directly. Are you really thinking about killing yourself? Or have you tried like uh, different methods? Because when you point that out, they feel seen and they feel noticed and they will tell you more. Mm. Um, and third find a lifeline is about um ask them questions about what are something in life you truly care about maybe it's your family mm -hmm. your career even your love mm -hmm. your friends your relationships anything they uh, think that matters to them still that they would prevent them actually taking their life and forces engage professional help which is um because we there uh, everyone have their own problems and so something we really can't help so we can uh, point them to the direction where they can get more professional help mm -hmm. so caring for life this organization will actually be at the road show so if you're interested you can go visit them at their booth and uh, sign up for a four-hour training session and you can get certified yeah so, yeah it's all free too are you certified now? Yeah. Wow. I have an e-certificate. Oh, wait, so what else do they <laughs> offer for the course? I'm like kind of interested. Yeah, so right now they only offer this is kind of like suicidal prevention, like helper um, certificate, but they're looking into explore more, um, maybe um, like post, um, uh, like for people who uh, encountered suicidal and thoughts were like post recovering. Mm. Yeah. But right now they're just doing this. But you should go visit them at the booth and you'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be really meaningful. Yeah. 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 So just a life model. Yeah. Yay. But um you know, like definitely check out the panel discussion mm. as well to learn more. Um yeah. And we hope we'll see you at the film festival. Yes. Yeah, so um, maybe like just to wrap up today's podcast, our last show. But yeah, um, just to wrap up um, our last episode. Um, what are your maybe like what are your main takeaways from these eight episodes? I'm just so grateful to be part of it and meet you two awesome people yeah <laughs> like so i sweet. really miss our first episode Aww. honestly like we learned so much about each other mm. yeah and then i just feel happy to be part of like the mental health awareness movement and yeah because i'm exchange student here i'm only here for one semester and i'm just mm. so happy i did all of this in a <laughs> semester i'm proud <laughs> yeah. i think for me um it was really coming to realize that film can act as a medium mm. or like a platform to catalyze like conversations about mental health because mm. I I personally am not like a film junkie or whatsoever. Mm. I have no like <laughs> experience with like filmmaking. I'm not an avid like film watcher but after hearing like the hearts of the people that work for um the organization yeah. and also um the people 
participating in the competition, I could really feel that, um, especially like the people from the organization, I could really feel that they have a heart mm-hmm. to advocate for mental health and mm-hmm. they really are very passionate about like doing this through film. And right. um, I guess like, my main takeaway is that like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that was my main takeaway. Yeah, that was my main takeaway. Like, film as a medium for conversations. Yeah. The mental edge. The mental, mental edge. edge. <laughs> Add a cut. <laughs> um, yeah, I think my main takeaway would be... Like, it's my first time actually being this involved in um, an organisation like this that's really pushing for... A cause that, uh, that everyone needs to mm. to know about, right, and to to be a part of. So, I think it like really taught me a lot about myself and even like what I know, what I don't know mm. about my own like uh mental state and like this is something that everyone should care about, right? Because, um, there comes times where um, you might face like yeah like mental hardships in your life and or like somebody you love might be going through like tough times and things like grief and loss are um, and other like mental hardships are experienced by people every day and to like different extents so I think it's a cause that should be important to everyone but obviously we can't just tell you like oh this should be important to you but you know like hopefully like from um, our conversations with everybody and with ourselves uh, you will have be able to see how you know like you can play a part in advocating for mental health in removing stigma and providing support but yeah yeah that's all i think um one last thing we want to remind you Mm -hmm. is um just like how the um how you're on airplane they tell you put on your own oxygen mask first and then you can help (laughs) others so i would say uh it's Towards end of the year, you have been working really hard, and just uh, thank yourself for doing all of this. You're doing the best you can, um, and yeah, take care of yourself, love yourself, and then um, spread the love to others. Yeah, wise words. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. <laughs> I feel like our vibe is so zen. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that and I hope it was relaxing for you but you know don't fall asleep (laughs) 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 Uh, okay finishing thoughts I I really enjoyed this journey cool yeah Yeah. thank you for listening with us same Mm -hmm. um yeah so, so uh, for one last time, you can find us on Spotify at Radio Pulse, on Instagram at Radio Pulse, and um, we'll be uploading the full episode videos on YouTube as well if you want to see what we look like. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah but um yeah i think like the full episodes also include like a bit of like spoilers so you know yeah feel free to check them out when we do release them yes um thank you for joining me on the show you guys and i really appreciate having both of you talking to me (laughs) yeah and um oh yeah Check out Mental Health Film Festival Singapore at Mental Health Film Fest SG on Instagram and on their website mhffs.com. Yes. Uh, we hope we'll see you at the festival. Once again, it's from 4 to 13 November at Kalong Leisure Park. Yeah, if you see us, feel free to say hi while you won't know what we look like. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.